Well, hello there and welcome. It is Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you getting underway here on this Tuesday on EWTN Radio. Looking forward to you jumping into the conversation today and joining us. I am Jerry Usher along with Debbie Giorgiani. Show team in place. Affiliates, thank you for carrying the program. And Debbie, all we need now is the Take Two family to join us and make it a great conversation. I believe this is going to be a popular episode, so start dialing now when we ask the question, are you a good friend to others? Are you a good friend to others? A little bit of um, bragging about yourself in a good way. Why? Because we want to learn about the details of friendship and what that means to be out there as Christ to others, right? So are you a good friend to others? Or um, maybe you have some really wonderful friends that you want to highlight as well. Feel free to do so. But now is the time to call in. Don't wait because phone lines just light up and they stay lit up the entire show. So Macabinsky's waiting. Here he goes. 833-288-3986. Well, we know friendship is very important because we are relational beings. We are in relationship. We're social creatures. And even Jesus himself in the Gospel of John, John around chapter 15, I no longer call you servants. Instead, I have called you friends. So Jesus himself even referred to his followers as friends. So maybe you just want to share with us how Jesus is your best friend. Or as Debbie said, if there is someone who has just been a friend to you, maybe at a time when you really, really needed somebody, maybe it was a surprise who somebody came forward and has since become your really uh, super great friend or have you been that kind of a good friend to somebody else this is an important conversation because friendship is vital in our world today i'll say it again my mom always said if you have one true friend in your life you're lucky well maybe you have more than one and we'd love to hear about it today at 833-288-3986 Are you a good friend to others? That's what we're asking today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you. We got Ace McKay at the controls who's doing a fantastic job. We've got Michael on social media. He'll monitor there. And of course, the one, the only Matt Kabinsky is on the phones waiting for your call. You don't have to be Catholic to call in. This is a live call-in show, safe platform, worldwide platform for all of us to come together as the mystical body of Christ to grow and learn and to um, help each other along the way. It's very very important we we support one another with our lived experiences. So we're asking you if you feel that little prompting in the spirit, you want to share about friendship, the qualities of friendship. Maybe we've got some counselors, some coaches out there that want to weigh in as well. Please do so. Don't wait till the end of the show. We always, I mean, the one thing that I, you would agree with this, right, Jerry? The one thing that just bothers us, um, and it has for eight and a half eight and a half years um, is when we have to say to Ace, Ace, our producer, Ace, we didn't get to everybody today, mm-hmm. right? So we really want everybody to call in right now. You can also email us your takes. Keep it kind of brief if you can. Take two at EWTN.com. You can post on the show website, which is take two show.com. And if you want to get the chats, the conversations going on social media, hello to those of you watching the video stream on either Facebook or YouTube. Phone lines are open right now. Matt is screening the calls, as Debbie said, at 833 
288-3986. Maybe you would like to weigh in with your kind of like your list of things that make what what make what makes a good friend. You know, what kinds of mm-hmm. of, of of you know qualities, characteristics, behaviors. What goes into being a good friend for somebody else? You know, and has somebody modeled that for you, or vice versa? Have you been right there for somebody when they needed you, or maybe it wasn't a great need. Maybe it, maybe you've got a longtime friend, grade school friend, and now you're in your fifties, sixties, seventies and you maintain that friendship, this is what we want to hear about today at 833-288-3986. Well, you nailed it, Jerry, as you always do. Um, Loyalty is a big deal for me in friendship. I I appreciate honesty, loyalty, um, just really this dedication of, of wanting to have a really good, solid friendship. I love when it centers around um, something spiritual about God. I mean, that makes it um, just an amazing type of friendship. I will tell you, Jerry, that as you know, I've had my um, childhood friends since I was very little, Kristen being since I was six months old, and I am old. I'm 50. (laughs) I'm getting close to, I'm pushing 60. So, you know, um, Kristen's been there since I was six months old, and I'll tell you what, we have never lost, never skipped a beat in all those years. My elementary school friends from Catholic school, still friends with so many of them. Then the ones, the friends that I made in Arizona when we started raising a family, everybody together as moms, you know, journeying along, going to McDonald's every single other, you know, every day trying to pass the time away to have the kids have some entertainment. Um, I'm still friends with them from 25, 30 years ago. I, that's me, Jerry. It's very hard for me to, to lose friends because I work really hard at it. Um, but I think I'm a, I think I'm a pretty good friend and I'm humbly saying that. I don't know. You could probably say it on air. Do you think I'm a decent friend? Oh, absolutely. You're very oh, true. Okay. Very loyal. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, thank you. And fiercely I feel the same loyal. about you. Hmm? What? Fierce, you're fiercely loyal. And I mean um, that as a compliment, you know, you're very, you. you're there for those you care about. Definitely. Thank you. I feel the same way about you. And that's what makes a beautiful team when we do ministry work, right? Because you have to know each other. You have to know each other, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between, right? So friendship is important. But do you value those qualities of loyalty and dedication and, you know, really being responsible and there when you need that person? How about that? Where Are you a good friend or how, have you received, have you been on the receiving end of a really beautiful relationship, a friendship that you want to highlight? 833-288-3986. Well, in this world of social media, like so many of us, I don't, there's probably no one who hasn't been reconnected with a good friend, maybe from high school or college or somebody you worked with many, many years ago. Talk about that and how it was when you got a, maybe you were out of communication for a number of years, maybe a number of decades, and then you got reconnected and maybe it was just like you, you maybe like you didn't miss a beat. You know, you just made, you just resume that wonderful friendship with somebody. You'd love to hear about that and be inspired with your story at 833-288- EWTN, Chris and others being screened right now, but there are still a couple of phone lines open if you want to be in that first group that get on board here on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie on EWTN Radio, 
288-3986. Okay, people are chuckling. Um, they're saying, Debbie, how did you make a friendship at six months old? You couldn't even <laughs> speak. It was an arranged friendship. Oh, okay. My mother arranged it with our neighbor, um, and so we have been friends ever since. So it was an arranged friendship. We're talking about are you a good friend to others today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. When we come back, we're going straight to the phones at 833-288-3986. It's great to have you with us. It's great to be with you on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you on EWTN Radio. Write to your calls in a moment about being a good friend or having a good friend. First of all, I want to mention that there is a book from EWTN's Religious Catalog that you really should seriously consider getting a copy of because this is something that is kind of sweeping the nation and the world and it is insidious and we need to really know the Catholic position. The book is called Loving God's Children, The Church and Gender Ideology. It's by John Birch. And we need to know how to respond to the, uh, the gender activists who denounce the church's message of love as harmful and hurtful, which, of course, it is not. John Birch responds in his book, Loving God's Children, the Church and Gender Ideology. He, uh, he draws from church documents and extensive scientific research to answer questions that confront Catholics living in a culture that promotes gender fluidity. The uh, topics include the concept of objective truth and, of course, how to defend that. This book is available now at EWTNRC.com. You get free standard shipping for online orders, $75 or more. Use code FREE when you check out, and that's in the continental U.S. only. Again, the book is Loving God's Children, The Church and Gender Ideology by John Bursch at EWTNRC.com. Beautiful. Okay, um, if you'd like to get in on this wonderful discussion about friendship today on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie, please call this number, 833-288-3986. And we will go to Chris. And Chris is a first-time caller in Marquette, Michigan on Northern Apostle Radio. Hi, Chris. Hello, Hello. Welcome. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So go right ahead. Oh, so I would say I'm not the friend. My friend Holly is the friend. She has been with me for years, um, held my hand when I got my cancer diagnosis through chemo, through miscarriages, through life, through everything. She's just amazing. Mm. Wow. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute, Chris. She sees something amazing in you. So she's amazing, but you have to have some fantastic qualities for her to keep coming around. I learn from her and can only hope to be half as good as she is. Oh, I love that. Wow. Isn't that beautiful? So she was with you during your cancer diagnosis. Um, so you, that was, uh, so Holly was the one you went to, you probably called, you leaned on, you cried with everything. 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 <laughs> How many years have you been friends? Uh, oh, um, 20 years. Wow. Yeah. And, you know, we're having this conversation for a lot of reasons, Chris, but one of those is because, you know, we want to we wanna really, um, you know, examine the value and the importance of, of friendship. And it, could, you, could you possibly even imagine if Holly hadn't been there, maybe God would have brought somebody else along, but just if you had had to go through all of these things without her, what a difference that would have made, I'm sure. Oh, I, I absolutely, 100% guarantee. Yeah. I don't know that I would still be here without her prayers mm-hmm. for healing. 
Amen. Oh. Amen. Wow. I put her in the book, Chris. Yeah, Thank we, you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Chris. Great way to get us started here on this conversation. You'll never be a first-time caller again, but we hope you will call again at 833-288-3986. Talking about being a good friend, having a good friend, what makes a good friend. Tell us your experience of someone who's been a good friend to you or vice versa. And we have another first-time caller. It's Renee in Rock Creek, Ohio, listening on the EWTN app. Hello, Renee. Hi. Thank you for uh, taking my call. Sure. And I kind of like the uh, lady who just talked that I want to call and tell about a friend of mine that has has been such an amazing friend to me. We met about 10 years ago and a little over eight years ago, my husband and I adopted um, two uh, biological sisters from the foster care system. They were eight and nine years old and my friend Tiffany um, celebrated that so much. My Both my husband's family and my family, we both have siblings. Nobody was excited about it. Nobody came to see us right away. Um, it, was very, it was very sad. But um, my friend Tiffany, who's really like a sister to me and has become an aunt to my adopted daughters, just celebrated our adoption so much. And um, and her mother, who we hadn't, we eventually met her, but her mother was so excited about it. And so her mother, Aunt Chrissy, became like my aunt and the girl's great aunt. And um, over the years, just for birthdays, Christmas, holidays, they would send gifts, they would make phone calls, and and and, and through the adoption process, they were just so celebratory. It was like I gave birth to twins. It mm-hmm. just meant so much to us and I haven't um we haven't seen her for six years because we moved to Hawaii for three years for my husband's work and and we've just been living so far apart but um just last night we planned to go spend Easter with her and I'm just so I have such an outpouring of joy for that because my my biological sister has not been an aunt to my daughters, and my husband's sisters have not been an aunt to my daughters. Mm-hmm. And I'm just so outpouring of joy and um, gladness and thankfulness for Tiffany that we get to spend uh, Easter with her in March. Um, we're going to go down there for spring break. Um, it's like a 10-hour drive, but it was my husband's idea, and we're just so excited about that. And I'm just so thankful that that God can um, knit our lives together through his son, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And he's truly a sister in Christ. And um, just so thankful for that. Like she's beyond a good friend. She's like a true sister in Christ who has been such an encouragement and blessing to to us, my whole family. Renee, um, the emotion that you're sharing with us as the Take Two family, thank you so much for trusting us and sharing from your heart, because I think what you're saying, we so many of us can relate to. You know, we have our birth families, let's face it, and they're not the easiest sometimes. And, you know, most not, I'm not saying your family's like this, Renee, I'm just mainly speaking from the coaching that I do a lot. Um, most families have a lot of um, dysfunctional, um, you know, situations happening, and they're just not fully on board with peace and harmony and joy and, and really practicing the mystical body of Christ. 
But what you described, Renee, about Tiffany is that's the mystical body of Christ in action. I mean, I know that I, it's like a drumbeat with me. I know that. And it, it, when, I, when I talk about it all the time, and I have been for three years, and it's because I listened to a podcaster, a priest one time, and he talked about how we don't live out the body of Christ. We don't understand it. We don't live it out. We don't really get into that mystical sense. And the more we practice it with our friendships here on this side of the veil, it's a, we we can understand it better. And it sounds like, and I by the way, I put Tiffany um, in the in the book, so we we're gonna have uh, ask God to shower blessings for her on this new year. But Renee, the more we practice what you what you're sharing with Tiffany and with your your um, your family is so beautiful and it's so Christ like. And I just believe Christ is shining throughout your relationship and and your family that you put together with with Tiffany being part of it. I think it's I think it's beautiful and blessings to you. I think you're going to have the best Easter celebration. What do you say, Jer? Well, Renee, you actually anticipated a comment that I was going to make. You, you, as you got emotional, you used the word joy. And I was going to say, you can't force others to share your joy, but I was going to ask you to tell us about yours. And you did exactly that. And I just want to say, God bless you and your husband, you know, for, for this adoption. You know, you followed your hearts. You follow what God put on your heart. And these girls deserve a, a, a loving, faith-filled home. And that is what you and, and, and your friend at Tiffany and your husband and anybody else who shares your joy, that is what you're celebrating. It's a very, very beautiful thing. And I echo everything that Debbie said and just say, way to go, Renee. You guys are fantastic. Thank you. I appreciate that. And it hasn't been easy. My daughters are now... 16 and 17, and it's been a rocky road with my, uh, with Amelia, my 17 year old. So I appreciate your prayers for her that, that she would really get a hold of the Lord and, um, and that he would protect her because she's a junior in high school right now and she'll be a 18, she'll turn 18 September of her senior year and she's already talked about, moving out and things like that. And we're just praying that um, she doesn't do that because we just want to, you know, have, have be able to support her all the way through until she ends high school and beyond. Sure. I put them in the book, just so you know. Um, I, I'm sure you're probably doing this, but go to Our Lady and ask Our Lady and, and um, to, to really... Um, take care of your daughter, watch out for your daughter. Okay. But then also um, your uh, the guardian angels. So Renee, those two areas on the other side of the veil to help help with your family, but they're all in the book. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. Well, thanks for taking the time to call Renee. You have inspired all of us. Thank you so much. Wow. Great calls on this program. You were, you were right at the start of the show, Debbie, when you said yeah. you thought it was going to be a really impactful program. Great conversation. Yeah, I totally agree. Well, that's the Take Two family. So you can get in on the action here with this great conversation. Let's talk about friendship. Let's talk about the body of Christ. Let's talk about starting today, being a better friend. How about that? 833-288-3986. Okay. I just thought of it. Everybody challenge for everybody. Okay, here we go. Um, Go and call somebody you haven't talked to in a while or text them and just say, I'm thinking of you, sending sending them prayers and good thoughts and stuff like that. That's a great way to start out the new year and to keep keep the friendship connection going. Right, Jeff? Amen. Absolutely. All right, Cher, another first-time caller driving through Louisiana listening on Sirius XM 130. Hello, Cher. Welcome to the program. Hello, y'all. I'm a first-time caller. And Welcome. I was so, um, your, your topic today so piqued my interest. 
great. Thank you. Can't wait to hear what you share. Go ahead. Um, you know, I'm, uh, I just spent a week in southwest Louisiana. I'm a Cajun girl who uh, moved to Memphis about 20 years ago. But, you know, part of the legacy of my Cajun heritage is a very, very deep friendship. And, um, you know, I grew up in a small bayou town with a, a mother who, uh, for generations, has maintained relationships and has taught me about the importance of friendship, not only within the family, but within my circle of women friends. And by her example, that's something that I have continued to cultivate um, in my own life and, and with the lives of my children. And, um, and it is probably the highlight of my existence, um, you know, besides rich family relationships, which, you know, which have their bumps and bruises, um, my women friends across several states have helped me to maintain both my spirituality and my um, my sanity, my humor, and my uh, my sense of service to others, which has grown over the years and particularly has developed richly now that I'm a retired teacher. Mm. Well, Cher, there you go. First of all, thank you for being a teacher. We always say on this program, we believe there will be a special place in heaven for teachers, nurses, first responders, a lot of other different uh, professions. But thank you for taking the time to call in and being a first-time caller today. And you, uh, toward the end of your comments, you really mentioned, I think, some key things. And that is, you know, it's helped you maintain, having these friendships has helped you maintain your spirituality, mm-hmm. your sanity, your your humor your spirit of service to others i mentioned earlier we're 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 social beings we are we are not meant to be alone if we if we are alone if we don't have good friendships if we isolate then we are going to find ourselves in in a lot of trouble sometimes and you've done a great job as you said learning from your mother's beautiful example of those decades-long friendships so um sounds like you've got a pretty healthy happy life share i'm thinking mm-hmm. i do i do and it's good. taken a long time to cultivate Along with my uh, religion, I'm also in recovery, and that community of women has sustained me often in ways that my my family, my blood family, can't or couldn't. Um, and I'm not. It's not to say that my my family, my relations are not extremely important to me. But as a recovering person, you know, the dysfunction of addiction kind of plays out in our families, and so my recovery friends serve uh, to give me uh, guidance and hope and support. Yeah. Oh, we can totally understand, Cher. Uh, we um, we do uh, crisis life coaching and all sorts of uh, scenarios that we are, we are brought into as coaches, and we, we completely agree. You know, our birth families, um, they, they, they treat us at a, different, um, in, at a different level, with different perspective, where those that we have in support groups, um, they know us at, you know, where we're at today and where we're going. And, and so it's a, it's a beautiful thing if you can bring everybody at some level of support around you. But Cher, I know you're the fr- a first-time caller. We love our teachers. Um, absolutely. I agree with Jerry. We think you're going to get a really high place in heaven. That's what we think. But Cher, I have a, I have a really kind of quirky sense of humor. I just have to ask you this. You probably get this all the time. Do you sing like Cher? No. Oh, you don't? No. Okay. In fact, no. Oh, no. No. I do sing, but nothing like Cher. And and I don't have as fabulous a personality in life as she does. Um, my name, uh, my name Cher, 
uh, is is a French derivative, and it means deer. And it was the nickname of my grandmother, and it became my given name. And so I've been plagued my entire life with the whole Sonny and Cher uh, <laughs> uh, relationship, which I, you know, it's, it's okay. I enjoy it. Good. Oh, that is beautiful. Well, you sound like you have just a beautiful spirit. Please call us again. Um, thank you for being prompted by the spirit to call for a first time. We, we just love that. So welcome to the Take Two family and Happy New Year. 833-288-3986. Cher has freed up that line there. If you would like to join us, we're talking today about how, are you a good friend to others? Do you have someone or other, many, maybe a number of people who are very, very dear friends for you? Uh, Describe what friendship looks like, what it means, and what we should do for others and with others as good friends. That's our topic on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie and you at 833-288-3986. On the line, we will get you on the air, God willing, here in just a moment on Take Two with Jerry and Debbie. First, congratulations going out to another member of the EWTN radio family. We love giving the shouts out. And today it's Christ Our King Radio in Louisiana. They're celebrating 12 years with EWTN, 3 a.m. and FM station serving Lafayette, Kaplan, and Opelousas. Congratulations to Anne Maria Moulton and her great team at Christ Our King Radio from your friends at EWTN. Way to go. And Debbie, I want to just mention also via Facebook, we heard from, uh, let me see, this is Jessica. And Jessica wanted to let you know that we're praying for Peggy. She says, greetings, happy new year. My best friend Peggy passed away last October. Peggy was an amazing friend, the absolute best. She was a living example of self-sacrifice and redemptive suffering. Most importantly, she was an example of unconditional love. Her passing has left a huge hole in my heart, but I strive to do better in my own life every day due to her example. Please pray for the peaceful repose of her soul. Thank you. And I just uh, mentioned to Jessica that we are definitely praying for Peggy and for uh, Jessica for your uh, heart to have uh, peace and consolation. Absolutely. Have everyone in the book for sure. Okay. Okay. Larissa is up first uh, uh, after this break on the side of the break. A first time caller from Illinois, WSFI. Did I get your name uh, correct? Is it Larissa? Yes. Okay. Beautiful name. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Go right ahead. Um, so I'm going to be 28 this year and everything that I'm going to say. I don't want anyone to feel sad for me or anything because I don't feel sad about any of it. Um, I've had, I just found Christ about within the past three, four months. Um, I didn't grow up religious and a lot of things started to make sense to me. And some of it regarding my friendships that I've had, I always wondered why were my friendships not to where I want them to be, like my standards. And um, I just recently had a couple within the past few years where they weren't healthy for me, and it clicked to me that maybe it's Christ telling me that this isn't meant to be, and 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 they're showing their colors, and it's it's saving me a lot of heartache and time, and so I would actually like to say that Christ would be a good friend for me. He is a good friend to me. Wow. 
Amen. Do you want to go first? Because I have a lot to say. (laughs) I'll just make a quick comment, and then you can have at it, Debbie. Mm -hmm. But Larissa, I would say God bless you. God, the Jesus Mm -hmm. is indeed active. The Holy Spirit has you wrapped in in his arms, so to speak, and really is starting to take you to a new place in life. And we've all been where you were. I, I, I look back, you know, I call it my BC days, you know, my before Christ days. Um, you know, and we all have these friendships. And the thing is, when we start to make movements toward Christ and the church and the faith, these friendships are, are just going to kind of fall by the wayside, not because you're rejecting anybody or you don't want to see them anymore. But it's like sometimes other people make that choice. And sometimes, you know, it's just because you're you're doing so many other different things and developing a new circle of friends and uh, really uh, taking a different path in life. So, mm-hmm. Debbie, I, I know you have so, some things you want to say, but I just wanted to say, Larissa, if it's been a little bit rough for you, you will have great, great joy because I think the Lord is going to surround you mm-hmm. with amazing Christian friends if he hasn't done so already. You Debbie. just stole my thunder there, Jerry. That's what I was going to say. I truly believe, Larissa, because I'm living proof of it. Um, it took me many more years past 28 years old. You're 28 years old. Thank God you got this amazing gift now. I know it. you said it's been hard going through friendships, but I think, um, are you a, a young mom? Mom, are you a new mom? I am. I am a mom of a four-year-old and a six-year-old. Okay, perfect. So you're blessed. Um, I wish I was 28 um, again so I could learn this because I, it took me till I was 40 Larissa, I, when I was 40 years old, it was it was right around 40, 41, where I realized it's me and Jesus, okay? It's me and Jesus, not me and Jesus and 90 other people or the kids or the husband or the grandmother or the this or that. It's me and Jesus. And and when I realized that and 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 I realized how incredible that relationship is and was and continues to grow each and every day on this side of the veil... I have been so incredibly internally happy and, and, you know, you've been through so much, but you're 28 and now you have it. You have that tight connection with our Lord, just like blessed Carlo Acutis. He's on the road to full canonization as a saint. Same thing he felt at a, at a young age of 15 years old. I am, I am so incredibly happy for you. I just want all the blessings for you. It's only going to increase your relationship with God. And then it's going to pass to your children. You are, Wow. I, I, there's so much I could say because you're, you're just truly, truly blessed. Do you feel it? Yes, I do. I don't, I don't feel alone and I feel safe. I'm not sad that I've lost them. Um, I feel peaceful. I feel, um, happy and I'm grateful for it actually. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And you know what else this does, Larissa? This is something I have really taken on as a mission. And when I say my BC days, I'm I'm sort of only half joking because we all have that time in our lives before we were really trying to follow Jesus closely. And there are a lot of people in my life who I have sinned with and against and for and, you know, done things that were not not very godly. And it's given me the opportunity to pray for every single one of them, not in a judgmental way. But just that God would give them what he's given to me and to Debbie and obviously now to you. And, you know, so it it gives us great opportunities to pray and sacrifice for other people and help to uh, bring about, uh, you know, beautiful stories and conversions and transformations in their lives as well. I'm sure you probably already thought of that and probably already doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I do. I do pray for them. I, they, you know, the, the, the weird thing is, is they are 
they're kind people, and they do kind things, and mm-hmm. I had a lot in common with them, but um, like I said, it just wasn't in the cards, and, and Christ has a different path sure. for me, and, and that's okay. One day, I'll come across a friend when the time is right. Yeah, yeah. Well, you have, um, we're friends, and the Take-Two family is amazing, and like-minded people are coming together at at a rapid pace right now, Larissa. So uh, just be ready for for people who are more in line where where you're at with your relationship with Christ, and it's it's amazing. The people that come into my life now, they're all people that I know God is is preparing for me, and and it's just, it's incredible, and I roll with it now. In In the past, I used to try to stuff a, a wrong size foot into a, a, the wrong size shoe. It, it doesn't work. And so now it's like, it's so simple and easy because God is in control because my relationship with God is first. And that's what it sounds like for you. God bless you. Please stay in, in touch with us. Will you do that? I will. Thanks for having me on here. You guys have a great day. You too, Larissa. Thank you. 833-288-3986. Folks, take two family. If you're not being edified by this program, this conversation today, I don't know what it will take because these are amazing calls. And this is a, this is a testimony to you, the take two family, because it's your show and you make it what it is just like this each and every day. So if you would like to add to the impact of today's conversation, it's 833-288-3986. We heard uh, from Sura, who is watching the video stream on YouTube. I discovered a group of moms at my Chaldean Catholic Church, Mother of God in Michigan. We are the moms group uh, at Bible study. We pray together, volunteer, and support our church in many ways. We are so blessed. We're sisters in Christ. Yeah. Isn't that they beautiful? They truly are. They're sisters in Christ mm-hmm. in a real mystical sense, folks. This is huge. I agree with you, Jerry. Let's hear what Trisha has to say. And Trisha's in Rochester, New York, on our friends at the Station of the Cross. Hi, Trisha. Hello. Welcome. Um, Well, I have five sisters. Um, One is a year older than I am, and then there are three boys and then four little girls. So we had um, the majority of us were were girls, and we were friends as we were growing up and then became even more important friends when we were married with families. So um, I... I can't say enough how how much we've been through together. We were bridesmaids for each other at our weddings. Uh, we have, uh, you know, babysat each other's children over the last. I mean, I'm 73, and and the youngest sister is 15 years younger than I am. So we've been through a lot, and I really can't remember falling out with my sisters. I mean, we'd have we'd fight over. She's got my curlers or she's got my my favorite shirt on or something, but they were very, very minimal, you know, arguments and mostly we were we just really cared for each other and spent a lot of time together and still do. Um, some of us live in the same town, but every summer we have a family reunion and we're all there. Um, so my sisters, my friends. <laughs> Beautiful. Wow. All I'm going to say is I think you know this, Tricia, you're in a very unique position. Most um, families don't have those kinds of 
harmonious dynamics. Um, I mean, it's really, it's up and down sometimes, very conditional in family relationships. You're very blessed. Um, I have to just say this, Just this is just my, um, where I come from and, and the angle that I approach it because of, of all the years of life coaching. I have to sort of give credit to your parents. Do you want to give any credit to your parents? Because I just know that when I work with families, it usually comes back to how the how the parents have set it up and how they've modeled um, how they want the family to go forth. And it sounds like your parents did a really good job. Are, are we right about that? As a teenager, okay. as a teenager, I have a poignant memory of my parents standing in the kitchen hugging each other. Mm-hmm. And the little ones were around their feet. I was a teenager. And my mom said, do you think our children will still love each other when they're grown up. And I thought, wow, probably we will, because look at you two. (laughs) And yeah, yeah, that was a big, important thing for my mom, who came kind of from a broken family. And my dad has a very solid family of siblings. Yeah, they really, I think, sheltered us and, and helped us form those friendships. Yeah, they modeled it. Yeah, are your parents uh, still with us, or have they have they gone on to meet the Lord? That my mom, not many years ago, but my dad died quite a few years ago, and um, okay. all of the siblings and all of our children are all alive and well. <laughs> okay, beautiful. So. Can I put your whole family in the book? Can do you do you feel comfortable giving us your your mom and dad's first name so we can put them in the prayer book for the those that have passed? <clears throat> Catherine. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And Alden, A-L-D-E-N. Okay. Beautiful. See, you know, this is why the family, the strength of the family, it's so wonderful. Thank you for sharing with us today. What do you, don't you love big families, Jerry? Well, I do. And Tricia, you not only have that mental visual image in your mind, you know, kind of burned into your mind that you have recourse to a lot, but your heart, you and your siblings, your hearts, you know, took that all in as well. And I, I'm reminded of a saying by, I think Steve Wood used to say this. He had a men's ministry, Debbie, you remember who he is. And mm-hmm. he said, you know, the best thing that a man can do for his kids is love their mother, you know, and, love, right. and, and vice versa, you know, a mom loving. So parents loving each other like that, you had that great image. And I'm sure there were other examples of their love for each other and their love for you, Tricia. So God bless you, as Debbie said. And please do call the program again. Thanks for listening to Take Two with Jerry mm-hmm. and Debbie. I just want to share another a person that we we love and trust and we listen to all the time, um, and she appreciates family. Teresa Tomio, uh, Catholic Connection, Monday through Friday morning, 9 Eastern, on EWTN Radio. Teresa and her guests share their Catholic perspective on the day's news and newsmakers. She's, she's one person, I can tell you, that she makes you feel like you're part of the family right away, the first time you meet her. She had me crying one time. She was so kind to me. She had me crying. I was like a mess. And I just said, Teresa, I have never had anybody like this where I just started crying. And she goes, oh, I have that effect on people. (laughs) (laughs) But she's, you know, but that's beautiful to show that kind of friendship and, and immediately feel like you're, you're part of a family. I love that. And I think we, we all share that, especially those that are on EWTN. That's what we are talking about today with your participation, being a good friend, having a good friend, characteristics, what makes a good friend. Give us an example from your lived experience, if you'd like, 833-288-3986. Speaking of longtime members of the Take-Two family and a good friend, Ron in Los Angeles is with us today watching on video, the video on YouTube. Hi, Ron. Good morning, you two, and uh, thank you for taking the call. Sure. I tuned in to 
after Debbie's opening, and I thought, are you talking to me? <laughs> so, oh, man, uh, it's been a one one crazy night. The midnight hour hit me, and I went to the floor with a uh, uh, right-on-the-edge-of-eternity type of uh, possible mini-stroke or major stroke. And oh, no. An hour and a half later, I'm back off the floor and praying throughout. But when it came to the topic of the friendships, the first thing I thought of was that you know your friends when you have those that you have seen, not seen, and don't know who have prayed for you and keep kept me alive. Mm-hmm. And that has just probably been one of the most important things of friendships. You know, when we're told we when we do the best for what the other what the other person needs is how our friendship, how our love develops and shows itself. I've had friends who, one in particular is my own age, I've known since a toddler. Another one, a couple of them are um, from my youth in uh, elementary school. And the most recent of friendships that I've uh, gained over the years is the one of you two. Jerry, of course, twenty almost 24 years, I suppose, right about now, and then some. Um, and Debbie, soon to follow it, when we met after uh, you joined in with the T2 uh, mm-hmm. program. So I'm very grateful for all all that's happened. And for me, in the isolation because of my health and disabilities, I've learned who my friendships, uh, friends really were in terms of the person-to-person world um, because of those that have called me for just following up and seeing how I'm doing in my, my current situation and such. So um, I, I'm just grateful for the people I have. And the greatest friend I'll ever have is Jesus. Mm-hmm. And after last night, I thought I was going to meet him there face-to-face. But I'm still here because of the prayers and because it wasn't my time to go yet. Right. Yeah, well, Ron, thank you for the kind words. And, you know, you mentioned that, that, that we go back as friends 24-plus uh, years. That was when I was hosting Catholic Answers Live. You were a caller and a listener to that program. But... You know, Debbie and I, and I, I, we can probably speak for everyone on, on Catholic Radio, especially EWTN. You know, we do what we do because we, we love you and we love, uh, you know, the Take-Two family. And we do want to consider all of you, yes, family members, but friends and good friends. And we want to walk this road of life with you. And we've been able to do that with you, Ron, in a very special way. You've been a regular caller to the program. And even off the air, we've been in touch on occasion. You know, we are, we are painfully aware of the struggles that you have had and continue to have. And you, you've been in the prayer book for a long, long time. And just please know that it's not just me and Debbie praying for you, but the entire Take-Two family around the world. And Debbie, I know that Ron is not wasting the suffering that he's going through. It's, it's being offered up for many things, his own family, repose of the soul of his loved ones, and I'm sure yep. for the Take-Two family as well. Oh, yeah. Ron, you're so strong in your faith. And that's the beautiful part of all of this. And so I'm so grateful to God that you are um, this, this um, uh, rooted in, in God. And I love how you said in the most important relationship is my relationship with, with Jesus. Absolutely. And he's got you. He's got you, your guardian angels beside you. And we're all there in a, in a um, spiritual sense to sustain with prayers and thoughts and love 
and any type of emotional support we can offer. That's how the mystical body of Christ should work. It, and it rolls that way. And Ron, it's, it's, um, we're grateful to you um, that you're friends with us and you pray all the time for the Take-Two family. So it goes both ways. And you're a really good friend. And we think about you all the time. So you need to know that. And, and stay strong, Ron, okay? You got more work to do. That much I've kind of figured because uh, I wouldn't be still here if uh, right. God was done with my mission. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, keep in touch. Thank you so much for gracing this conversation today. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, it goes both ways. You know, the Take-Two family, we benefit so much from the love and support. I mean, the beautiful emails we get. I wish we had, you know, 10 of us to respond to each and every email. I mean, I, I'm sitting with a stack of emails on my desk that I'm trying to get to. Jerry, I promise I'm working on it. And I mean, But the Take-Two family is so generous with their love and support and prayers. It's yeah. incredible. It is, yeah. Yeah, let's continue along. We have another first-time caller, a lot of first-timers today calling the program, listening hopefully for a long time. It's Sheila in Texas listening on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hi, Sheila. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Hi. Debbie. Hi. Um, I I love your program, and I, I can't tell you how much you all bless me personally. Oh, thank but thank you. You know, the Lord gave me something to share, and then as I listened to Larissa, I think he kind of guided me in a different direction. And then to what you, Debbie, said to her, because, you know, uh, it is so true. The more we become close to Jesus, the more he provides anything that we need, that we truly need. I mean, we may think we need certain things, but he knows what we need. And I found, you know, when you the questions that you mentioned as far as friendship, just what does it take to be a good friend? I think it takes someone who loves Jesus enough to listen to the need from the person and and to stand alongside when they have a need. I've asked him so many times in recent years um, to open my eyes and my heart and help me to be aware and not just walk past people, to see people to see him and people. And when I've done that, it, it's been so beautiful because opportunities come along. And then with the friends that I have and my husband have, we're, we're retired. I'm 77. And um, we, we moved to Texas from Illinois uh, 12 years ago. And we found new friends. And God gave us a new mission, as your caller before mentioned. And that was just to be his hands and feet, his voice, his arms to hug, just to be there. And you can't believe how many times we've had the opportunity to do that. And it has been such a blessing to us. I mean, he opens the door. We just have to knock. And when we go in and we seek and we love, he gives us all we need to do that. So, you know, Larissa, if you're still listening, honey, just trust in Jesus. You know, when I was a kid in the Protestant church, I loved the song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. And the words are, you know, all our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. So you just keep connecting with Jesus, Larissa, because he's going to show you everything you need to do, and he's going to comfort you. And he promises in his word that he will be with us always, even to the end of the age. He will never leave us. And so, you know, as as older people, I'll try to end up real quick here, but as older people, 
a lot of older people are worried about death. And I've heard one person say, I don't, I don't, I'm not so afraid of death. I just don't want to be alone. And I said, but you won't be. I said, it doesn't matter if you don't see anyone in the room. Jesus is with you. He promised and he, and his promises are true. So we never have to fear. So that's, what he directed me to say it wasn't what i originally thought so i but god bless you guys because i i enrich my life i love listening to you and you give me good thoughts and good ideas Mm -hmm. to share with others and so uh you're doing a good work well, Sheila, you've, you. you've done a beautiful thing today. You've reminded us all that we need to measure all of our relationships by our relationship with Jesus. We need to be close to him in order to know what friends should be. Mm-hmm. And once we know that, we will pick our friends and spend time with our friends and love our friends based on who Jesus is and what he teaches us about friendship. Like you said, he is a friend. He is always with us. Thank you, Sheila. God bless you. Thanks for calling in today. We're going to go quickly to Austin in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Austin, we got about two minutes, but wanted to get you in on this conversation listening on Real Presence Radio. Hi, Austin. Hey there. Thanks a lot for all you do uh, behind the scenes, but also on air. Debbie, thanks for your wonderful advice, and you also, Jerry. Uh, But the advice to call a friend. I did that, you know, in between uh, uh, your your calls, and uh, and my friend wasn't there, but I um, left a message. Uh, and he's married and has children, and, uh, you know, an old-time friend. I used to be a rodeo cowboy, and uh, he's one also. And those are some of my longest-time friends are rodeo cowboys. And it's kind of hard to call each other and tell, tell each other we miss each other, you know. Mm-hmm. So we kind of have to have an excuse, and uh, it's 15 degrees here mm-hmm. uh in Sioux Falls, we had about a foot of snow. And out west, west of the Missouri River in South Dakota, is uh, mostly cattle country, so they're all ranchers. And I just called to see how he might be doing in the snow and kind of gave me an excuse to call, but I, I needed your prompting to do that. So oh. thank you very much. Wow. Austin, you're amazing. That is so cool that you shared that with us. And thanks for listening to the challenge. You're like the only person I think that took up the challenge. So I hope it has just blessed results from it. And wow, you are so cool, Austin. You get my home run award today. It's virtual. But Jerry, what do you say? I cannot tell you how many times I have called or texted somebody after it's been some time since we corresponded. And what do they say, Debbie? They say, wow, I needed to hear from you right now. You don't know what I'm going through. Debbie talks about the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Folks, when you feel that, you shouldn't even need the prompting of the Holy Spirit to grab that phone. It's already in your hand, as Debbie says. Mm -hmm. And uh, get in touch with someone today that you care about, that you love. Let them know that. And uh, be a friend. Be a friend to somebody. And we'll pray that someone shows you beautiful friendship today as well. I love it. Okay, what a great conversation. Share this broadcast with all of your friends, please. Let's keep growing the Take Two family. Tomorrow we're talking about making a great confession. And I'm going to share two confession experiences that I personally had that weren't so good. Just saying. Okay. Yeah. That's tomorrow. The Saint of the Day. St. Adrian of Canterbury, please pray for us along with the powerhouse 8 or 9 or 10, whatever the powerhouse is up to now (laughs) that we pray to off the air uh, for the show every day before we go on the air. Thanks to Ace and Matt and Michael, our show team. Thank you, affiliates, for carrying the program. Most of all, thank you, Take-Two family. You're amazing. We love you guys. And as Debbie said, we'll be back with you tomorrow to talk about making a great confession. Until then, have a most beautiful and blessed day. Take care.